What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Kev the Coach Experience. This is your host, Kev the Coach, and I'm happy to have you here. I'm a life coach, podcaster, and in this podcast, I talk about mental health, dating, relationships, confidence, and all things personal development. I've coached hundreds and impact thousands through one-to-one group coaching and content. Um, I help men and women recover from breakups, discover their purpose, and build immense confidence in their mission and i'm happy to have you here as i said if you haven't already please be sure to follow subscribe and get the updates on new episodes and share um and if you have any questions you've been listening before and you you got something on your mind feel free to send it over you can message me on instagram it's uh, at kev underscore the coach um or you can email me coach kevin higgins at gmail.com so without any any more delays let's get into the content of today's episode we got a good one uh, when we we'll talking about the art of flirting and ultimately seducing a woman. And, you know, this, this is a big, I had a conversation with a friend and, you know, sometimes I don't realize how fortunate I am. Um, I have been for, you know, my whole life. I, I have been pretty gifted. Um, and I can get, I'm obviously beginning into this more and more detail about what maybe makes me better at that aspect. Because there's a lot of levels, there's a lot of different buckets you can be good at when it comes to relationships, dating with women, what, what you're better at and what you're not so good at. There's strengths and weaknesses. Um, that's one I feel like for a long time I've been um, pretty good at, you know. Um, so let's dive into it. I've got kind of some things running in my head and I wanted to get them out there. Um, and the first and foremost thing that I think is a big issue for guys that are trying to, like, you know, basically you're the type of guy who talks to women and, and you maybe tend to be the guy that ultimately ends up being friend zoned. Maybe the nice guy, you've heard that before. Um, this is typically someone who wants to hear this because they're like, I am trying to get out of that mold. Um, or maybe you're just a guy who like you, 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 you do ultimately succeed with women uh, on occasion, but you're wishing your, your rate of success, um, in terms of like your flirty banter, um, just being able to seduce a woman, you know, um, the way you want to, you know, to, to get what you want. Um, and that's your right to get what you want. Um, you know, everyone, I mean, that's what we're doing when we're dating is we're trying to, Um, successfully seduce a woman sexually romantically emotionally you're trying to get her to open up to you and and so this is all a courtship um and sort of the sexual um side of it is just one aspect of it so the first thing i want to cover um is really just your attitude and mindset um towards life um so if you're the type of person who Maybe very, you're maybe a very logical guy. Uh, you know, you don't look at life very like. You tend to just be like, maybe you're an entrepreneur. You know, I, I know entrepreneurial type of people. I know people who are really focused on their career. Men like this, and maybe one of the bigger things that maybe would block you is you get in kind of a rigid frame of mind. That's kind of maybe how you're living your life. You're very. You're very stuck in like a schedule, you know, you're, you're, you think about career, you're, you're maybe you're more just a more serious person in general. Um, so that can be something to look out for um, in just terms of just changing your, um, on a daily basis, being conscious of the perspective you're going about life. Because you might be wondering like, how does this relate 
to seducing a woman, right? Or, or being flirtatious, you know? Because if you're going on dates and you're meeting women at bars and like you, you, you're kind of someone who's a little bit stuck and rigid, a little too serious, right? A little bit too serious about life, it's gonna be hard for you to have interactions with women where you can make them laugh. Because people who make people laugh are enjoying themselves and they're not they're not taking things seriously they're joking around literally right so and i think we all know and maybe you, you don't know i've said this on previous episodes is that you know women like to have fun or the song girls like to have fun it's just it's the truth ask any any girl you know um any any girl you're, you've been with and when you've been successful with um when you're having fun and that's like the priority like that's when things are going well when she's smiling and laughing things are going well and that means ultimately the, the flirtatious energy is building right Cause she's getting she's having a good time with you and that's that's just super important here so that's that's really number one is just what kind of daily practices do you have that keep your perspective like a little less serious right do you, like you know what i mean like so you're not showing up on dates thinking about how stressed you are about work. Life's just dragging you down, right? Yeah, so like we're talking about mental health here, basically, right? That, that's kind of coupled with this. Like if your mental health is not so good, then like that needs to be a priority. You need to find a way to meditate every day. Don't find a way, just do it. Um, so have practices where there's journaling, meditating, uh, health therapy, things that basically when you show up to be with women and you go out in the world, not even just women, right? Your friends, family, people, when you go out in the world, you, your baggage or things that are, that give you issues in life have been checked. They're like they're checked off. Like you did your daily, weekly, regular practices that keep you 100. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like if you're dragged down, you know, you're, you're, you're not gonna be someone that's fun to be with. And we all know the dating process and relationships, like they're supposed to be fun. You know, it's not supposed to be serious. And if you're taking it like too seriously, you're probably finding out that you're not having success. You know, if you're the type of guy who's trying to like lock labels down too early, you know, you're trying, even if you, there's women can do this too, where they try to maybe lock labels on the guys they're dating. Like you'll find that if you're not prioritizing having fun, I mean, of course there's a time, you know, to to bring up as, you know, as it comes, the relationship side of thing that, that, that will come, that'll come with time, gentlemen. You know what I mean? But focusing on having fun, laughing, hooking up, the simple things. And so, I, like I said, having these daily practices that help you show up. So when you go out, whatever it is you like to do, you like to do, a lot of programs or like events or you just have your maybe you go out to the bar scene whatever you think your thing is when you show up you're kind of like your best self right now it's cliche to say some people just say it and maybe they don't even know what it is to be their best self but for me it's i've done the work that i mentioned earlier i've journaled and meditated i have therapy or whatever to make sure i'm i'm doing good you know, so when I show up, I'm in a good mood. I've, I've checked off. Your list is going to look different, maybe. You know, I mean, I think a lot of those things, everyone can use them. But maybe your list of showing up with a positive, happy-go-lucky sort of, you know, frame of mind. Might be, maybe it looks different for you, but you got to be able to show up 
into the world and provide that energy. That's going to be huge. And there's no, there's no shortcut to that. So I know it's like maybe some people tuned in to this episode. They saw the title and they're like, he's going to put me on here. He's going to say one thing that's just going to change it. You know, it's not, that's not how it works. You know, if you've been a really rigid, serious, not very funny person <laughs> for a long time, then it's going to take some work to step out. You know, because I'm not saying you have to not care about your career. That's not what I'm trying to say here. But if you want to have, if you want to like improve the specific area of your experience with women, flirty banters, seduction, you want to get better at that kind of thing. So you're maybe getting a little more out of the friend zone and you're attracting women sexually. They want to be with you that way and not as a friend. Then this is the kind of thing that they're going to want. So like I said, attitude, mindset, I mentioned a few things here, having the practices on a regular basis. So there's no, no shortcut. You have to do something that gets you to a place where you can show up to life with a more vibrant, fun energy, you know, and it's not easy. Some, some of us are participating in things that suck. Like you have a job you don't like, you got to pay the bills. And so you're, you're committing to some things that are kind of soul sucking and they're not bringing out the fullest version of you. And that's really what we're talking about here. Because right? even if you're someone who's like, I'm not funny, I've never been funny. I don't like to laugh. I, I don't think that's like, I don't, I don't think that's a permanent thing. I think everyone has their own sense of humor. And I believe it's just something you can adopt. I'm not saying you're going to be the next top comedian in the world, right? But can you share laughs on a date with your peers, with your coworkers, can you elevate that side of yourself? Um, Cause that's, it's just, people wanna hang out with people who are a good time, you know? Um, some girls out there, maybe they don't mind if you're a little more on the serious side, but obviously when we're talking about the skill of flirting and, and seduction, people who are really good at that are really good at Get it? Because when you make when you make someone laugh, what is like what is happening there? Right? We just like break down laughter. It's basically a moment in time where you get someone to open up and like surrender to something that's funny. And you know, you, we all we all know people maybe that are harder to make laugh and easier to make laugh. And so it's an amazing skill if you can make people that are hard to make laugh and people that are easy to make laugh. You make them laugh. It's, it's an example of a moment in time. So just, just like when a woman surrenders to you ultimately in the bedroom, she lets you be inside of her. So this is, it's, it's actually very similar that way when you think about it, when you make someone laugh, it's like they surrender to your joke. Cause you know people that maybe don't really like you and you try to make them laugh and they don't wanna laugh and it's just a weird, so you know what I'm talking about here. It, it takes a certain level of skill to get someone to like just relax and when I say something funny, you laugh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a beautiful thing, comedy, it's a beautiful thing. And so those two, I just kind of realized they're kind of correlated in terms of like that seduction and laughter. It's like getting a crowd to sort of relax and immediately accept you for being vulnerable and goofy and kind of this carefree attitude, because that's what we're talking about here. And maybe that's this another thing to mention. It's just this carefree, you don't give a shit attitude. You know, that's just 
addictive. People want to be around that because maybe they're too serious in their own life. They get caught up in all the drama, politics, the economy, right? We're all, we're all consciously or unconsciously seeking ways, outlets for a laugh. You know what I mean? For some sort of release. So these are some things you can do. Um, specifically, you know, meditation, some people do like yoga, journaling. Um, I, I would just give you like specific recommendations because I want this to be actionable. I would say the waking up app for meditation and a few other things is going to be a really good start because it'll get you to take in the habit. Uh, if, you're, if you're already meditating, but you still feel like you don't, like you're, you're not, your peace of mind isn't very strong, life's still kind of getting to you then maybe you need to seek out another thing, right? To add to your, because I, I mean, when you really take on life and you get older and it doesn't matter how old you are, people can go through mental health issues when they're young, really young, right? We all know that. Um, but when things get really hard, you gotta add things, you know? You almost wanna go above and beyond. You wanna have a support system, you know? You really want to have a support system. So add to it, you know, you, you are, and we talk about this, even in the last episode, we talk about this almost every episode. It's you versus, it's you versus you, and it's you versus like the world, like in a sense that like, only you can help you. And I know that might be a depressing thing to hear. Other people and circumstances, they can feel like they help you, but ultimately like you put yourself around people, you put yourself in therapy, you put yourself through that meditation, it's always comes down to you. So if you can do this, if you can get a, a, get a rein on your mental health and go above and beyond to a perspective where you can show up and enjoy being, being out in the world and just having a good time, you don't gotta be the most brilliant intellectual, you know, you just, you gotta, you gotta be able to have a good time, you know? And, and so we'll, 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 we'll move on from that. Cause you're probably like, all right, I've really hammered home the mindset, the practices, things like that. More specifically, when it comes to like actual interactions with women, you know, when you, when you, when you're in conversation with them, you know, there's a, there's a lot happening, right? And you know, I don't really believe in things you're gonna say or, you know, specific things or tactics. And like I said, I know people want shortcuts, um, but it's really about your presence and your energy. And so that's maybe the next thing we're talking about is presence and energy that you bring. And so I don't have to talk about this too much more because the meditation and things I talked about earlier will give you that. They will give you the presence. You'll turn into someone that doesn't have to Say, um, I know I've said it a few times in this video, I'm not perfect yet either. But when you really, you'll really pay attention to the words you say, you'll be clearer because you're paying attention and your presence is stronger, you know, and you're out of your head. Cause if you're with a girl and you're in your head, you're gonna be awkward. You're gonna be, she's not gonna be comfortable in your presence. Certainly not comfortable enough to be seduced by you, right? Um, cause ultimately it's about making a woman feel comfortable and safe, right? At the end of the day, this is what this is all about. I made that, that reflection earlier about feeling comfortable enough to laugh with someone, right? That's similar. So she's got to feel comfortable. She's got to feel safe. So if you're 
giving off an energy of, you know, you're in your head and you're anxious. And I know it sucks. It's like for men, we got a, we got a difficult task. You know, we, I mean, everyone's got to take care of their mental health, not just men, but obviously when men, we typically are the pursuers um, to go meet a woman, to go get her number, to get her on the date, to set up the date, to pay for the dinner. Like we have to be in a place where we're mentally stable enough to make all of that happen, right? Um, to, to be the pursuer. So super important that you can do that. And you'll notice when you get on this journey, your presence will elevate where you can just stand there with a the woman. It doesn't even have to be filler words. You don't know, you, you, know, you won't need to know what to say. A lot of the time I've noticed on my personal journey with this, especially the past two years for me, I don't have to say, yeah, I don't, I don't always have to think of what I'm going to say before. Sometimes I do because there's like something funny or like witty that like just made sense in the situation. But a lot of times it could just be a smile and then you just leave it at that. You don't put any filler words like, hey, you know, <laughs> you just smile. Like I met a girl recently by just saying, hey, and smile and, you know, given your presence and my energy in that moment was was it was just so present right i was so present with it and when you notice you get better at that kind of thing women just they they're very comfortable with you immediately they're attracted to feeling safe who's you know <laughs> very attracted to feeling safe and comfortable with a man so if you can get that if you can get that down that's going to be and it takes time you know because you're going to have to if you've never meditated before I know some of you are probably annoyed with how many times I've, uh, I bring up meditation and say that you need to do it, but there's no getting around it. There's no, if you want to elevate consciousness and self-awareness and presence, there's really no substitute is what I say. And I think many people in the spiritual path will say the same thing. There's no substitute for deep, like, time alone meditating and getting really good at like understanding your mind and the thoughts that are coming and going when you get good at that you block out anxious thoughts or you at least you know when they're bullshit right and that's such a that's i mean obviously when i say that if there's someone out there that's like they, you, you're struggling right now you're like that you're right that sounds like the best life skill you could have and I would actually say that. I, I really think this is the best life skill you can have because if you can pay attention very closely to life, then you can solve problems, big problems. Because a lot of times, most things in our life are silent killers. You think about all the illnesses in the world that are like sudden sort of, um, um, what do you call it when... Uh, sudden when, when your doctor suddenly tells you that you have this certain illness or you have this or you have that a lot of these things are like silent killers that have been killing people over a long period of time but we unfortunately we get lost in life and paying bills and we have kids and we didn't have meditation we've just we've just been running we've been just on the hamster wheel never taking a break never really sitting down with our thoughts and feeling our body and and you know, oh, oh, I think this food gives me a problem. You know, if you've ever focused on diet, then you know you really had to pay attention to what you're eating. 
if you take that mindset and you bring it to everything, you know, it, it yeah, that, that's when things start to really change, start to solve big problems in your life, little problems. And you know the steps, you gain access to internal wisdom, intuition that can take you to the places you want to go, right? And make you unstoppable. Um, and I know I've gone on a little bit of a tangent, but it's just, it's powerful stuff. And it correlates to your, your, your success, you know, with women, because that presence is what we're talking about here. And to just circle it all back to the topic of this episode, right? The art of flirting and ultimately seducing a woman. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to be able to flirt and seduce, then you need to have a rock solid frame of mind, right? And ability to navigate. Like you think about all the best like conversationalists, if you listen on podcasts, these people have an ability. Some of the, just, some of the most successful people in the world, you can add them in there. But conversationalists, people who are really good at podcasting, interviewing, we should say, um, those people are really good at paying attention very closely and asking the right questions, paying attention to their responses, seeing their body language. And that's what you're doing when you're talking to a woman. You're, you're paying attention to how she responds, how people are responding to things you're saying. If it's being accepted, if it's being appreciated, or if it's being rejected, right? Because if you don't see these things, you're going to be just turning people off left and right. You're not going to make a lot of friends. You're going to have bad interactions, awkward interactions. So there is no substitute to meditation. Yeah, there's, there's no substitute to being a really self-aware person. Because once you achieve ultimate self-awareness, then you, you can like leave your own mind and you basically, and this is when you get really good with people, <coughs> excuse me, you can basically put yourself in their shoes in the moment and be there with them when they're talking to you. And you can like, you, you then you just like, you know what to say. That's what happens is there's just there's this click. You know what needs to be said, what you wanna say, what would make someone feel very good um, will make them laugh because you know you're seeing how they're reacting. You know, let's say you say something like off-putting and you catch it and you see their reaction and, and you're, you're witty enough to make a joke. Like, you can make fun of yourself, right? You can be like, well, that was stupid. You know what I mean? Like, and that makes someone laugh and they immediately like you more. It creates a flirty banter. And ultimately, what you want to do is you want to eventually involve physical touch, you know? So obviously you have the flirty banter. It starts with the flirty banter, very good eye contact. Um, but obviously there's different, it's funny, two people can be looking into each other's eyes and then that person can turn around and look into another person's eyes and have a totally different experience. So, and that's kind of where I'm going to get and maybe I won't dive too much into that, but I think, it, like, let's think of like a blacked out person at the bar who's, they're making great eye contact, but nobody's home and you just look into their eyes and you, it tells a whole story, right? Um, if you really look into someone's eyes, you can, it almost tells a story. So that's an example of like, not, not all con eye contact is created equal, 
but you still got to do it or practice it. If doesn't, you know, I'm not saying you got to be staring into their eyes all the time, but especially when they're talking, it's easy because you're not putting out words. Because sometimes it's hard to form really calculated opinions, thoughts, ideas, and express them while you're deeply looking into someone's eyes. I mean, you can, but it, you know, sometimes you need to you need to think, you need to look off into the distance. So, so this eye contact that's happening. And now from there, you're just you're just paying attention to how she is responding to you. You know what I mean? Because here's a key understanding. Not every girl's gonna like you. Not every girl's gonna be attracted to you. You can have the confidence that every girl will, and you should. If you're living your life the right way, everyone should feel that everyone should like them. Because that means you're 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 doing what you should be doing every day, you're being a good person, or you're working hard on yourself. But the fact is, not everyone's like looking for you. You know what I mean? They're not in the right space of life or whatever. You know, life's complicated. You're just not on their path along the way right now. But when you get good at it, you get good at paying attention, you do, you'll you'll see very easily actually, as you get more and more experience, that she is interested in you based off a smile, based off eye contact. So the physical touch, at, the, at this point, from everything else I've just told you, from this point on, it becomes desire. You know what I mean? How bad do you want her? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, I know that sounds kind of vague and maybe a little weird, but the masculine energy is about pursuing and, and you know going after what you you want um so if you if you really are desiring her in that moment then physical touch will just happen naturally obviously you've been paying attention she's giving you the go ahead she's 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 maybe she's touched you already right and now you're reciprocating because um, sometimes that's even the best way to go about it is just do your thing and but you know, a lot of times as men, we do have to pursue. We ultimately have to make moves. <laughs> There's just no way to, you know, um, I was on a date the other day and girl was, you know, she was saying she wanted me, she wanted me to kiss her first. And of course I, I did. And it's just funny, you know, cause I like to, it's just funny to ask questions like, oh yeah, you know, you just, you want to almost like verify what you already know as a, as kind of a funny thing, but uh, yeah, so a lot of times you gotta make the move. So you start with a little bit of touch and from there, I don't wanna get too, I don't really wanna talk about too much more like detail because it, it should just be, obviously if, when, when you get all these other things I talked about, it should just flow, you know, interaction should just flow. It shouldn't be like there's a step-by-step -step process. I wanna avoid that. I wanna avoid intellectually, logically describing how lovemaking occurs but i know a lot of guys we tend to think that way but anything is possible in an interaction with two human beings you can lock eyes with a girl and if you guys connect on a deep level you just walk up to each other and kiss each other i mean obviously it's pretty rare <laughs> uh, maybe not at the bars when you're, you're drunk but maybe out in the world when you're at the grocery store or something pretty darn rare i think we can all say but i don't want to put that limitation on you and your experience in life you know, I want you to be able to experience this for yourself. That's the point. I don't want to sit here and be like, these are the steps. You know, that's that's lame as hell. 
I'm just telling you that it's typically how it works, right? You got the flirty banter, physical touch on the elbow, and you got her hand, your hand on her lower back if you're standing up. You know, maybe, you know, you touch each other's hands, you can hold hands. It, I, I'll say this though, for sure, some physical touch needs to happen. <laughs> like it, it's gonna be what separates you, you know, because ultimately a man talking to a woman and you meet each other, let's say you're out, for example, if, if she thinks, I mean, you know, let's say, let's just use like a, the bar scene for an example. We had a bar with a lot of people. Like you, it's it's a really funny, interesting thing. Cause if you look at the bar, it's basically this community of people, all, all men and women. And, and it is like a somewhat of a competitive environment because you're making a move on a girl and there's other men around and she needs to be convinced. So sometimes this is how it works. She needs to be convinced that you are strong. You have direction. You know what you want. You go for what you want. And you're not beating around the bush about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, so physical touch has got to happen at some point. It really does. And the sooner you get to it, probably the more you both know you're on the same page, like a hug or, you know, when you lean into like, hear something she said, you put your, your hand on her lower back, you initiate some touch. And, you know, obviously if you're, if you're young and experienced and you don't, you're not sure, there's only one way to find out and you got to try and, you know, you, you might have some bumps, but if you do some of the things I was talking about earlier, and I'll add in just pursuing things you're passionate about deeply. So looking at your life right now, if you're younger or you're older, sometimes we need to refresh, get back to doing things that we really like. Cause sometimes we, we got off it for a little bit. So if you're, if you're pursuing things you're really truly passionate about, you know, and some people might not even know what that's like yet. Cause you're so young or whatever. And school and doing all this stuff that you don't want to do just to get by then maybe take this opportunity after this episode to write down things that you're really passionate about. Just write, just write things down, things you love, things that make you alive. So if you're doing that, stuff like that, you're filling your, you're filling your weekly life with things you're passionate about, things you have to do. Um, and you're working on your mental health, your perspective, your attitude towards life. Um, and maybe lastly here, porn. I know I've said it many times, but this might be your first episode. Sometimes you got to repeat things until it hits someone finally and they're like, you're right. <laughs> so if you're managing addictions to, to porn, to many other types of addictions, alcohol, you're managing all that stuff, you're working on it. You will notice your presence, your life force energy. You will become powerful. It's basically what we're talking about here, right? When you are in control, you're basically in control, which is just the total masculine, doesn't have, it's not masculine as in men, right? But we're talking about masculine energy, being in control of your life, right? Not, not participating in things you don't want to be participating in things, which are basically that's addiction, right? That's addiction or you just have bad habits that you need to knock out. So when you, so like if I were to look at your life and be like, well, you have that and that and that and that and that and that, 
that are you're not proud of that. Those things add up and you'll be surprised that you might not notice this, but it's happening. You're building shame within yourself for participating in things that you're not proud of, habits you're not proud of. You know, you work a job just for money and it's, it really wears you down, but you don't notice it, right? There's a lot of things that I, I can tell you in this episode, but obviously experiencing it and seeing it for yourself are gonna be two totally different things, right? Because some of you are like, you're like, maybe, I mean, unfortunately, this, I've, because I've, this is from experience here, when you don't know like what you're, what you want to be doing with your life, you, you don't know, you know, ignorance is bliss. You think you're living the best possible life, right? So all you can do if that's you is just to be like, I want more. And then you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out with time. You'll figure out what you want to do next with your career, how you need to boost your social life, like what you need to do, right? Those things will, you'll, you'll figure them out. And that's kind of a good way to end this episode in, in a way is just because I know, especially younger folks, but a lot of you listen to this type of content, you're probably pretty driven. You're obviously listening to the self-development podcast. You're trying to make your life better. Have some patience. A lot of the best things in life take time, you know, because you're, you're building a skill. You're building some things when it comes to personal development, some of these things, you don't see them right away. Right. It takes time. Like it takes it takes time to see, you know, you, you, you put this into play two years later, you're, you're there. And then another two years later, you're there, you know, like it takes time when there's life's complicated. We have things that try to bog us down. Things that are trying to stop us from being the best version of ourselves, which a lot of them are addictions like alcohol and porn is the two biggest ones, bad diet habits. You can have like addiction to just a shit diet. We'll call it that. <clears throat> which is bringing your life force energy down. And I know I casually mentioned the term life force energy. Um, briefly and just simply put, life force energy is just, think of it as just maybe try to think of someone you know or someone you know online who's just, when you talk to them, they're funny and they have so much energy. That's someone who's, you can look up to and maybe look at their lifestyle and be like, hmm, they're, if they're, especially if they're online, they're living out like their purpose, quote unquote, right? They're an influencer who loves posting the content that they post or whatever. Like females, we know we know a lot of girls online who love to like blog and do stuff like that. And there's men too. And they just look so happy to be doing it, right? To be sharing that with the world. And so they're more vibrant, their skin looks healthy. All these things, your life force energy, gets higher and better. So with that, I mean, I've covered a lot here. I'm trying to think of anything I missed in terms of the art of flirting and ultimately seducing a woman. I'll just apologize once again that this was not a one, you know, one thing you're like, oh, that'll fix my problems. I hope maybe there was something in there that can give you like a quick boost, right? In terms of like the, just maybe you listen to that and you're like, you're right. I've been a little too, I show up to my interactions, I'm, I'm never the one that's cracking jokes because people that crack jokes, I mean, I, I don't think I said this earlier, people who are like funny, they're funny because they see things. You know, it's always, when you listen to a comedian's joke, it's them telling you a joke 
about something they noticed because they were observant about society. You know, like those joke, any joke, almost every joke you can look at and be like, oh, they noticed that. That's so funny, right? Like, that's because comedians that get to that level, they're extremely observant. They take on characters. They pay attention to people so closely that they can do impressions. You know what I mean? That's what we're talking about here. So if you needed more proof to finish off this episode that like to build up your flirtatious, comedic energy, that's what we're talking about. You know, that's what we're talking about is you become more observant, you will be funny because you're going to see things that little ticks that people do and you can make fun. You can tease her because she does this or says this all the time and you can be, you can make fun of her for that. And, you know, and you might be like, someone was like, man, I, I never tease women. That's basically flirting kind of one-on-one, right? Is you you are showing that your presence is so there that you, you 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 almost teach her things about herself through teasing her right and that's a beautiful beautiful thing it's a beautiful that's what love is great you teach each other about each other you, you crack jokes because you see these little things about each other so she's ultimately looking for someone who has a stronger presence typically if you're a masculine man seeking a, a more feminine woman right um you're looking for she's she's looking for someone who has a stronger presence i think that's fair to say right with that you know my voice is already starting to go as we got 37 minutes in the books here i'm trying to think if i left anything out i, I touched it all there's a big juicy um content i haven't done video in a while i hope i wasn't whack on the screen here but i wanted to do video just because you know it's another outlet for people to see me and get help, get support, ideas for how they can level up and produce better outcomes in their life. So with that, whew, that was a fun one. I hope I covered it all. I'm just trying to just trying to think if I left anything else. I don't think so. So if you'd like to chat with me personally, um, just reach out on Instagram at Kev underscore the coach in my DMs. Um, you can also send me an email, coachkevinniggins at gmail.com. Um, and we can exchange information that way, get to get in touch and see, see how I can support you. Whether it's like a one-off call, you're just, you just need a boost. We can schedule a one-off call like that, or like, um, maybe you're like, I really need like three hours. I do. I, I like doing that too. It's like a, just a three hour mastermind situation. We break down what's going on in a relationship or something like that. Um, could be super helpful. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm doing mostly podcasting right now. Um, so find me that way. And, and please, guys, once again, please rate and review. They mean a lot to me. You know, I put in like a 39-minute episode here. Would love some feedback, right? Follow, review, share with friends. That, that's big. Share with people. Um, and, yeah, if you feel so inclined, there's a, there's a donate option in the episode notes. Um, whatever you feel like was the value to you that I brought to you today. So I appreciate it. I love y'all. Take it easy.